Yes, sir. You already know what time it is. It's Doc with him Greasy bringing you Just Noise. Yes, sir. Bringing you this certified action on Anchor FM, Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts, iTunes, wherever you can get your podcasts. Today we're going to be running it, running back what happened over the weekend in the college football, uh, not playoffs, but conference championships. Had a lot of good action at uh, Alabama. Take care of business with Georgia. As we predicted. As we predicted. King Dre and TB bet against the GOAT, Nick Saban, and he took him to school. We also had Oklahoma State following the Baylor. I missed it on that one. Oklahoma State had a chance to get that thing done. They just, man, boy. Last play of the game, he could not outrun the defender to the end of the goal line. I mean, he couldn't cut back or... Just something. I mean, it, I think if you went to try to make that dive attempt and just try to run through, right, he, he would have had a better shot. It's just the alligator. I mean, the, the arms just wasn't long enough. Absolutely. I was thinking when he was heading towards the sideline. Me myself, I was thinking, hell, run him. Just you know, you got to make that cut back and try to see if you know that off-season conditioning and strength can push you on into the end zone. But, yeah, you know, if everything paid off. Yeah, nonetheless, he tried to outrun him, and it didn't work. So, Baylor was able to pull that off. And then Michigan, you know, we was expecting a good ball game. And now when Michigan said, it's our time, they said, it is our time. But uh, And Iowa to- got, the, got those three points in the first quarter. And I told King, I said, they're, they're about to just do the Hawkeyes in. And right. Lo and behold, it, it, it was 42 points later. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's just like I was about to say, but uh, I was I was impressed by how Michigan just was like, we're not going to fail. We're not going to fail. We're uh, winning it to win it. We're going to take care of business. And they just took control of that ball game. I was surprised. I knew Iowa's offense wasn't. You know, too much to write home about, but Michigan, man, that defense and you know, credit to Jim Harbaugh. They 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 took uh they took Tyler Goodson out of the ball game and that was it. That was it. Nothing else to write home about. Yeah, I mean they, they pretty much just uh shut that whole Hawkeye unit down and uh, great job by uh, Harbaugh and the uh, coaches staff to uh but you know on execution uh they got off kind of to a slow start, and then the wheels just started turning, and it was like, now Iowa, uh, when they got down, they started going forward and rolling the dice a little bit, but Michigan wasn't having any of it, any of it. True, Michigan was not having any of it, and it has to, uh, I can't uh, remember the young man's name. Uh, he came through, he had a few big plays. Uh, uh, Hassan, uh, he had an impact, but not like he did on that Ohio State game. But it was an overall good, good effort by the uh, Wolverines. True that, true that it was. It was overall, like you said, a very impressive performance by the Wolverines. And nonetheless, they are headed to the Orange Bowl to take on the Georgia Bulldogs. Now, that was a game that I picked Alabama. Just because I knew, like I was saying, Saban had it. You know, he has 
a way of motivating his team, especially when they're underdogs. I like the rat poison quote <laughs> that he gave the media. Um, so you know going into that game that he was saying, look, we got three football games to win before we win another national championship. There was no way that Alabama could afford to lose that game and still make the playoffs. So you had to see the best of Alabama or this season was over. Excellent coaching job uh, for the first time all season, all year. Um, the offense, they spread Georgia out. They spread the Georgia defense out. They didn't even attempt to run the ball. I mean, it was sparingly and it was here and there, but for the most part, they ran hurry up, kept Jordan Davis. He was not allowed to get off the field and catch his reps and catch his breaks and, you know, get all his breath. And, hey, man, you looked over there on the sideline, man, going into the second quarter, big boy was on the sideline, like gasping for air. <laughs> he was out of there. He was out of there, man. And <laughs> And what that allowed Alabama to do was was uh, take advantage of him being ineffective on the pass rush and, and stopping the run when they did try to run, and the rest of the defense suffered because of that. And like me, you talked off air. Uh, you know, uh, we, we ran down that that Georgia schedule, and mm -hmm. this more than likely was the best offense that they've seen thus far. And we, we saw that come out Saturday night, and it was like, well, you know, me and Doc said this, and TV and, and King, well, where y'all at? Uh, we, we, we pretty much hit this one on the head. Then we talked, we got into that Alabama defense. You know, they were more focused on Georgia's defense. But we were like, hey, Alabama going to play some defense. And it, it was touch and go, but they got it together, and – and it, it was what it was at the end of the day. Right, 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 right. It just, uh, it just looked like Georgia was totally unprepared. I don't know if that's uh, them being, I guess, shell shocked, which you shouldn't be taking on a Nick Saban ball club. But it just seemed like they were unprepared. But then again, they 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 haven't faced anybody the caliber of Alabama mm -hmm. all season. The best offense they played was Tennessee, and, you know, kind of could see Tennessee would be able to put up some points. But even Tennessee, I mean, they really didn't go a lot of hurry up until the game was out of reach. This was the bread and butter of Alabama's game plan. Spread them out, four or five wide receivers, tire out the defensive line. Defensive line can get no pressure. Then you have a mobile quarterback, kind of like you playing Madden back in the day. Mm. You know, you have Michael Vick, and you send all your receivers on the street. And if you, you don't, if you don't have a fast enough spy or whatever, or your defensive line isn't getting that, then it's gonna uh, it's gonna get bad for the defense. And it did, and they put up a lot of points on Georgia in a hurry. <laughs> so Alabama, with that being said, is going to head to the Cotton Bowl to take on the Cincinnati Bearcats. They did uh, pull away from Houston going into halftime. They pretty much took over that game, pulled the waves close for maybe first quarter and half. But they did eventually pull away, so they got what they want. So now we're going to see what it's about. I mean, you know, for years the small schools been saying we want Bama and we want to compete. Well, you got the chance. You know, right. that's it. It's either put up or shut up. That's it. That's it. It's either put up or shut up. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Cincinnati, I think this is the part I would like, Doc. This, this layover, why we just can't get into it like, this Saturday, let's just 
Let's just keep rolling. Let's just keep got this layover. And you know how it is with offense. Now we got to get the timing back. We got to, we got to knock the rust off. And I want to see the Cincinnati offense go. Right. I, I want to see it go. And right. uh, I don't like the layoff. Uh, but I, I think it's going to be touch and go. It's going to be like two boxes in the game. And uh, inevitable will eventually happen. Will eventually happen. And right. we're going to just keep it going. I think I believe they will too. That's another show. We're going to get into more of the breakdown and analysis, but just wait. But just from a early, you know, if I was picking right now, I'd, I'd have a hard time uh, putting any uh, fiat on Cincinnati. I would have to put all my eggs in the basket and roll with, with Alabama. You no, know, you, you know, uh, you know, King is a big Wolverine fan, and. Right. Hey, I said, you know, uh, say Miss Seat on the bandwagon. Uh, I hold the trophy up in the back. Right. Because uh, I'm, I'm going to ride the Wolverines all the way to the top. Right. right I feel right. confident in this ball club. I like what I see. Right. Uh, from the, like I said, uh, to overcome your obstacles or things that have held you back in the past. I, I knew this was going to happen to Howard. I knew this was going to happen. And I, I, that's why I don't like the layout, but hopefully they, they can keep it rolling. But but we shall see. We shall see. That's why they play the game. That's why they play the game. That's why they play the game. But it, uh, nonetheless, um, it is going to set up for a interesting college football playoff. If I had to put my money on it, I would. I don't think Michigan's going to beat Georgia. I just don't. I think Georgia's going to be upset. I think we're in for a uh, part two of the SEC championship. Mm -hmm. But I think the reason why, well, traditionally. Um, they have taken a break. I mean, even back to the early, you know, early or our early years, teenagers, uh, even uh, early, late 80s, early 90s, it was kind of a break after the last game. Uh, maybe with more with more interest and more hype, maybe they can squeeze in that last game. No disrespect to the veterans, but it's like we got three weeks and I'm not watching Army versus Navy, so, <laughs> you know, I'm just not watching it, so. You know, they'll, they'll disrespect that. Maybe they can't find a way to squeeze that in. But traditionally, like that Thanksgiving weekend, you go ahead and play your rival. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. To to uh, end up the college season and sit back and let the posters vote and decide what bowl game you're going to. And, you know, like I said, um, I know, like I said, back when we were growing up, you got bowl week. Uh, we got out of school. We was out that whole week. Bowl games started coming on like the 20th. <laughs> Yeah, they started, yeah, they started on Christmas. Yeah. Like, well, maybe a few days before Christmas. Right. But, so, yeah. It, but it, it was hammered out. It was, it was hammered day. out. We had some balls. We, we did. The Sun Bowl, the Holiday Bowl. I mean, it was just jam-packed. And we knew that on New Year's Day, the cotton, fiesta, you know, all that. Rose Bowl, all, all good, Sugar Bowl. All yams that day. All black yams that day with the good cooking and black eyed peas. We knew it was going down, man. But uh, I'm looking forward to that uh, college football show that we're going to have when we get into in-depth look at the semifinals and get on to some predictions. That's going to be an interesting show. I know, like you said, Dre is definitely going to be rolling with those Michigan Wolverines. That's no surprise there. But nonetheless, that that was a uh, very good Saturday, uh, last Saturday. That brought us some, some good contests. Uh, 
and some surprises. So, oh yeah, that was that. That was that. What what? Just uh, your thoughts on on the uh, Georgia? Like, did they drop the ball? You think they ran out of gas? They've been exposed? Or could they? Could this be that motivation? Exposed. I think they got exposed because as we talked off air, you know, this was the best offense you were going to see that they've seen thus far. Right. Not only that, uh, I talked about how I'm, I'm not impressed by, by with Georgia's offense. I'm not impressed by it. I mean, it's like, it, it, it's vanilla. Right. It's right. vanilla. I mean, you know, at least give me Neapolitan. Can I get a little strawberry and chocolate with it? But it's <laughs> right. vanilla to me. Right. And I knew a defense like Bama would eventually expose that. And that's what they did. Yeah, yeah, they had a few bright spots, but when uh, things were on the line and plays needed needed to be made, the right. offense couldn't make those plays. They couldn't. They could not make, those, not plays. make those plays. <coughs> we playing in, in, in your home state. In your home state. And I said this a lot. Georgia will let you down every time at the end of the season. Right. This is what happened. So I, I, I had because that Auburn Alabama game, I seen something. Mm. Auburn had this game, mm. but for Alabama to be so resilient, it was resilient. like that's their word. That's their word. That's their word. Resilient, resilient, and they are they are uh, seven time national championship seven time national championship winners for a reason. Hats off to Nick Saban and those guys down there in Tuscaloosa. They get it done. A lot of a lot of programs they make excuses and they fall short. But I think the key thing for Alabama was was they didn't allow Georgia's defense. Not only did they slow them down, you know, steam out of the pass rush and neutralize Jordan Davis, they didn't turn the ball over, which allowed Georgia to score easy points to get those extra 10, maybe 14 points that they get by forcing the turnovers and only having to go 10, 15 yards down the field. So hats off to Alabama. Like I said, down in Tuscaloosa, they are the real deal. You got to knock the champ completely out. And, Doc, this is what I always talk about. Whether whether we're talking NFL ball, college football, the things you get away with all season long, that's what's going to catch up with you in the end and cause you to lose. The things you get away with, that, that's what's going to put you out of something in mm-hmm. the end. And it never fails. It happened. It happened. It never fails. It never fails. But looking into the NFL, we can bring y'all our NFL games of the week segment. Got me and Greasy. So we tied up, buddy. We tied up. I I, I know you wanted me to change up from uh from the New England Bills. You know, you hit me that Sunday. Greasy, uh, ain't the game in Buffalo, not New England. I was like, oh, for real? Yeah, man, it's like, I was like, mm, you know what, man, just, just like that uh, Aaron Rodgers one, I'm going to stick with the Patriots. I'm going to say, hey, they they got it done, man. Uh-uh. Now they they're two it. games up on them. <laughs> they got it done. Now they're two games up on them, and I'm starting to believe Buffalo is exactly what Buffalo is. I don't think – you don't think they're gonna circle the wagons? No, nah, I've, like I've been. Nah, I've been waiting for Buffalo. I'm trying. I want to believe in Buffalo. It'd be a nice story. It's been a minute since Buffalo has made that run. I think. I don't think they're better than last year. 
I think they've I think they've kind of regressed. Or the year before. Or the year before. I think they've regressed. Uh, something's just not. I don't see any consistency. It's like they have the talent on paper. I mean, you can't sleep on them. They can go out there and they can beat anybody. But as far as putting together that four game stretch where they just look like this is the best team in the AFC, they don't. And it's like something is barely missed. Something I, is. I, I can't put my finger on it. I can't put my. I can't put my finger on it either. Another. Uh, uh, they need a, another receiver. Another number one. I, I don't mean, think. I don't. I don't think it's I really to open that up. I mean. The defense is there. It, it, it's something about that offense that's just—I don't think it's necessarily that um, they need another wide receiver. They don't have a bell cap. That, that back by committee type thing. I mean, they're good players. Singletary is a nice player. You know, Moss is a nice player. You know, uh, Breida. They bought him in from San Francisco. He's a nice player. They don't have that bell cap. Which there aren't too many of these days, uh, but they don't have that Jonathan Taylor from Indianapolis or the Derrick Henry. They don't have that one guy or Dalvin Cook. That's like it's the bell cow. You're gonna get them. They don't. They don't have that. And then they move to a lot of short passes, and it just doesn't. It's it just doesn't something. It just it hasn't bounced their way. I was thinking them. I was picking them to have more like a. 13 and 4, 14 and 3 record. And then, like I said, uh, New England just showed that they're, they're head, and sh- head and shoulders above them. And Baltimore, like I said, if Baltimore keeps playing, Cincinnati is going to win that division. And what, what is going on out there? I mean, they, they, they lose Pittsburgh. And, and then Cincinnati. the previous weeks, they, they, they're struggling to score. They're struggling to score. And, uh, like I said, Cincinnati, it's like nobody who wants the AFC Central Division, who yeah. AFC North, who wants that division? Like Pittsburgh beats Baltimore, San Diego storms into Cincinnati, they take care of business. We all pick the Bengals. So it's just kind of like we don't know what's going We don't know. Right. We don't know who, who wants to take that one home. So, you know. It's wide open. I would I would say uh, beware of New England and maybe the rest of the AFC kind of let uh, Kansas, Kansas City hang around too long. I think it's anybody's conference to win, yeah. uh, whether it's AFC, NFC, because as I stated, right. every season there's a team in each conference that uh, distance themselves, or it might be two in the NFC or two in the AFC, but at least one. And you'll right. see the distance. Right. They'll start to separate themselves. Now, they don't always win the bowl, but we'll see that. Right. This season hasn't provided that. Right. Like, if you look at this AFC picture, whether it's Buffalo, the Patriots, uh, Ravens, Steelers, Brian, that, that whole division. Right. Uh, the Colts, the Titans, uh, Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers, hell, even the Broncos. They all, everyone is in it. They're still in uh, it. From the top to the bottom is only two games. It is, and that's and that's and what makes that's it. ridiculous. And that's what makes that uh extra game. Now, um, do you think it's too much parity? No, there's no, no such thing as too much parity. But that extra game, that 17 game, that that could make all the difference. That could make all the difference. Mm. Uh, oh, and, and this is another thing that makes the difference. Mm. Uh, 
guy we had on the show, uh, Jay Miles, we always talk about this. Watch for those teams that have a tie. Because as you see now with the Steelers, they have that tie. It can either help you or hurt you. Right. This instance is right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of Cincinnati, one of our NFL games of the week, they are hosting the San Francisco 49ers. That's going to be a 325 kickoff. That's going to be out in Cincinnati, Ohio. Want to jump in this one for a quick minute, take a quick quick look at it. We haven't discussed the 49ers at all, I don't think, this year. They haven't been too much to <laughs> hadn't been too much to talk about. Uh Jimmy G tricked the game off against Seattle. And you know, it's just kind of like I think if Trey Lance was in in that particular situation, there's no way Seattle stopped that young man from running the ball in. But hey, Shanahan's rolling with who he's rolling with. Should have been a win. Should have been a win. Mm-hmm. Now they sit. Now they coming in at six and six, and uh, the 49ers, They were uh, the Cardinals surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I was really leaning towards the 49ers. Uh, you know, with uh, Kyle and, and the offense, uh, you know, with Kittles. I, I love the full the fullback and uh, Porno G and, and all this. Uh, mm-hmm. I love the way the 49ers execute and run the football. Right. The ball. Right. And defense is going to be what it's going to be. Right. They have a night. Nice, they have some nice studs on D with Bosa and, and the rest of the gang. And, yep. And I really think this 49er team is uh, underachieving. Yeah, I mean, but I think this game can be pretty much of a stepping stone if they can get this one. Mm-hmm. And next week, uh, you know, they have the Falcons, and I, I, the 49ers can do this, they can do this, they um, can. Um, they're at 66, uh, the football team, Washington, they're at 66, so you know. Win, a, win two or three of the next ball games, or you know, uh, win three ball games in a row. They could possibly, uh, they could possibly still get in that wild card position. Uh, they, it's just, um, I think um, they were they were not expecting to start a running back to go down. Raheem Sturt goes down. I don't think they were expecting that to go. They were kind of wanting to kind of give the reins to Trey Lance. Um, due to the fact that, you know, they you look, you know what you have when you have with Jimmy G. He's not going to win you the game, but he can damn sure lose you the game. <laughs> so they kind of they're kind of sticking with with what they with what they know. And I think to Shanahan's credit, I think they were expecting to make the playoffs this year rather than just get the keys to, to Lance and, you know, maybe they lose a couple games and maybe they're sitting at Three and nine right now instead of six and six. So, so two is credit played out. What's that? You think Jimmy G is on borrowed time? Jimmy G is definitely on borrowed time. I do not expect breaking training camp next season. Uh, Jimmy G will be the star for the San Francisco 49ers. No, no. I, I think I think he'll be competing, but I, I don't know if he's gonna win. I don't think. I I, I think um, from a from a business standpoint, strictly business. They're trying to get good tape out on Garoppolo and see what they can get for him. But you don't draft a quarterback, like you know, and you know, unless that unless the starter quarterback's Brett Favre, you don't draft a quarterback that high and put him on the bench for two years. I mean, it, it doesn't absolutely no good. Coach John McKay, 1979 Bucks, he said he had a 
he had a three or four year plan to get to the playoffs. You know? <laughs> and he said, uh, you don't get any better coming out of college by sitting on the bench drinking Kool-Aid. And uh, you don't. So Come eventually. On, uh, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Yeah. Eventually you got to eventually you got to go out there and you got to let them play. Like I think Justin Fields will be tremendously better next year. I mean, you had to let him go out there, and Miles Garrett had the sack him seven, eight times. And he, you got to throw those interceptions and get it out the way. Do, do you think Fields would act in that offense? Well, I think Nagy's on. I think Nagy's definitely on borrowed time. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't surprise me if Nagy is on his way out the door. As far as predictions for this game, I'm going to go Bengals again. I'm going to go Bengals again. I'm going to go Bengals 27, 49, and it was 20. I'm going to go Bengals 27, 49, and it was 20. Maybe I missed it, but uh, I've never seen the Bengals beat the 49ers. Right. <laughs> and we go all the way back to Super Bowl 16 and – and uh, Super Bowl twenty three, <laughs> right? Uh, and even uh, the beginning of that season, uh, Montana with that long pass right down the middle. Yeah, I, I gotta go with the 49ers. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna go with a slobber knock. Twenty seventeen Niners. Twenty seventeen Niners. He's doing hard hitting defense. And he said the Niners get out of there with the victory by they three. They're <laughs> gonna make something happen and pull it off. It wouldn't surprise me, but I just feel like uh the Bengals, they got hand they got their hats handed to them last week and it's at home. I think they'll come out and they'll play with a little more intensity. And just the the inconsistency with Garoppolo not able to really just like you said. Don't lose us the game, but as far as asking him to win it, I don't think he gets it done. Looking into Monday's night, Monday night's contest, we got the Rams. And they are traveling to the desert. They're going to take on Kyler Murray. DeAndre Hopkins is back. And the team with the best record in the NFL, the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray came back last week. They handled the Bears fairly easy. He looks a little – Yeah. He, uh, he did look a little gimpy. He didn't look super, super explosive. But then again, it's still Kyler Murray. They were able to get that victory over the Bears. Just looking at this game, uh, the more and more I watch the Rams, the more and more it looks like they're going to be a team that's going to have a fairly decent record in the regular season. It would surprise me one bit if the Rams played their first playoff game in Los Angeles and lost. I'm not impressed with this team at all. Yeah, this is another team. I mean, we, we put them on this pedestal, and just like uh, with the other L.A. team, it's like, what happened? What happened? Uh, you, you look up, but uh, this Cardinal team is really playing great football. Uh, the defense showed up. Uh, big fella had a pick six uh, last Sunday. Uh, I, I caught a lot of this ball game. In the uh, first three quarters, uh, by the fourth quarter, I was done because I'm like, they ain't coming back. This is Chicago. Uh, right. With the putrid offense. But this Cardinal team to go out there uh, in the in the, the cold and the rain and the pull that, that, that dub out, I would say out of all the NFC or just NFL teams, uh, the Cardinals have been the most consistent to me. Right. Uh, you know, we see we seen the injuries with Murray and, and they plug in the backup. It, it just uh JJ Watt didn't play last week and, and this thing just keeps rolling. Now, if you're asking me if they're gonna win the Super Bowl, 
come talk to me uh, after uh, week 17. Then, right. then we can discuss something else, right. uh, uh, dynamics. And that, that's when I get into a lot of history and numbers when I pick playoff games. But uh, Cardinals and Rams, I'm, I'm going to let you go on, go on this one first. Uh, uh, Cardinals, Rams. Uh, is yeah. It, um, is that the house? It's in oh, Arizona. Was at the house. Uh, yeah, like I said, uh, the more and more I watch the Rams, I'm really not impressed with what they're doing. Um, the uh, this is what concerns me about the Rams. The offensive line is not is not made to run the football. Mm. That's that's a big red flag. And uh, so this is like the '84 uh, Dolphins. We, we, we yeah. pass all day, but don't ask us to run. Yeah. And, and it's not that they don't. It's not that they don't have the backs to get it done. I mean, like uh, you know, Henderson and and Sonny Michelle, they're not elite status, but by committee, they should be able to control the tempo more and give that defense time to rest and be able to do more of the play action and the bootlegs. Uh, but it's like, you know, even before you know uh, Henderson got injured with a thigh bruise, he set out this week, but the game dictated that they didn't really even need him because they were playing the Jaguars. But it just seemed like they were not they're not in, they were not interested in in setting the tempo and setting the tone by running the ball. And the more and more I try to watch them run the ball, they're not a team that can that can line up and run the ball, you know, against a good defense and get that 125 yards that takes most of the pressure off Stafford like they did last week. It was the Jags, so they got that done. Uh Arizona's just what's really impressed me about Arizona is their ability to win without DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray. Um, they played some fairly good teams, you know. Um, yes. They played some fairly good teams. No, no Slavonakas, no Green Bay's, you know, no Tampa's, you know. But sometimes in the course of a season, when you have injuries, you just have to just find a way to get it done. They were able to do that, and here we are. I think they're looking at the Cowboys in a couple of weeks. I think they got another matchup with the 49ers, and they're looking like they're going to have that number one seed. Uh, Tampa, you know, keep out on those books. You can't count out uh, Tom Brady. But uh, yeah, it just it just looks like you know Arizona's the better team in this particular contest. Monday night, I'm going Arizona. I think they're gonna thump them again. I'm gonna go Arizona by 10, 38-28. I think they're gonna spank them again just to show them. I think I'm a. Oof. Well, you know, OBJ, he, he he's been absentee out there, uh, you know, so, except for the one splash he made. With, uh, Man, that's 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 kind of this one's kind of rough on me. Uh, I kind of want to lean the Rams, but like like you said, it's just uh, you know what? I'm gonna lean the Rams. I'm gonna lean that way. I think I think uh, Arizona finally all the injuries and uh, coasting along. I, I think this might just be that one. That lets them know that okay, we got that out the way. Now we're gonna start back over. We're gonna get another streak going. I think right. I'm gonna go with the Rams. Uh, I'm thinking like 28, 27. You know, 28, 27. Yeah, so 28, 27. So you can go with the Rams in the close one. All right, I got it. So close one. okay, so I'm I'm taking uh, I'm taking the Bengals and Cardinals, and Greasy's gonna take the road teams. He's gonna take the Rams. Oh, I did. Took all the road teams. <laughs> he took the road teams. He took the Rams and the 49ers. So 
this week right here could could cause some separation. Like I said, we're both coming yeah, right in. Separation. We're coming right. in at seven and three. So either one know. of us get both of these what things. Likely, what's gonna happen? You gonna win one. I'm a weird one. And we're going to be doing the same thing. And we'll be right back next week talking about, you know, we're eight and four, or we, you know, tired, or we're yeah. seven and five, we lost both games, or nine and three, you know what I'm saying? So either way, you know what I'm saying? It's looking like it's going to turn out to be some uh, fireworks going down to the conclusion of all the contests that we have. We might have to run this into a little OT. Take it, it to the playoffs. It, 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 could, it could end up going that way, but that's going to do it for tonight's show. We want to thank everybody for joining in. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to check us out, Just Noise. That's every Friday night. That's on Spotify and Anchor FM, Google and Apple Podcasts. For Doc and Greasy, appreciate all the love. Just Noise. <laughs>